Hello everybody, Steven Jensen here. Jesse Davin will be popping in shortly. We got her on screen ready to go here in a second. Hope y'all can hear me and see me okay. If, uh, if you can or can't, I guess let me know in the chat. And uh, we are here to basically talk about our favorite moments of 2021. And we'll also talk some AEW Dynamite, I'm sure, along the way, because they've been absolutely killing it in my opinion. AEW Dynamite and Rampage, a whole lot of good stuff going on. So thank you all very much for joining us. And I have some super chats that we can get into real quick. There's Jesse. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I had to change my, I had to empty my bag. There Sorry. you go. She, that was. I thought it was going to be quick, but I wasn't. Dang it. That was the, the classic, uh, like someone streaming from home move right there, where you literally can see them like running into their room, um, <laughs> jumping over their beds. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, thanks for everyone joining us today. I'm gonna hit the super chats real quick. Um, yes, and then we'll, we'll jump into everything. So uh, when I set the stream up two days ago, Corey with the super chat, thank you very much, says thank you for a great year, Jesse and Steven. Well, thank you, Corey, for all the support. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you, Corey. Man. Thank you so much. You're the man. Deshaun Turner with the super chat as well. Thank you, Deshaun. We're always in here. We 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 really appreciate all of our loyal uh, viewers. Like. You know, thank you very much, Deshaun. Says, hey, Steven. And thank you, Deshaun. Hey, Steven and beautiful Jesse. How have you? Oh, how are you, love? So I'm guessing he's asking how you're doing, Jesse. I am doing all right. In fact, right now I forgot to, I unhooked from my TPN. As you all know, I have a pick line and one of them is white and one of them is clear. The white one has the TPN, which is keeping me alive, basically, with all my nutrients. And what I have to do is I have to, I have to flush it out and then give myself a heparin um, and all that. So I have to do that. So um, yeah. you'll see me doing that, but it's not anything. It's just because I got these two, eh, education. See these two ports? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh. Pretty cool stuff, but I'm doing okay. I feel like I get stronger every day. Obviously, um, I'm still not out of the woods, um, still in a lot of pain, still um, having some issues. My weight's not going up as quick as they thought, which really stinks, but it's kind of hard when you have two kids. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. I'm alive. That's what matters, and I'm home. So how are you, Steven? How's the weather? <laughs> yeah, so that's a good, uh, a good segue to let y'all know. I'm dealing with uh, some... It's, like, kind of storming here, so if there is any kind of, like, connection issue or um, y'all hear, like, rain really heavy beating off of my roof, uh, there's really nothing I can do about it. But, um, you know, me and Jesse will hang out here probably for about an hour or so with y'all. And yeah. if anything happens with the connection, that's why. I just wanted to give y'all a heads up. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm doing good. Um, I'll get into more of kind of what's going on right now. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll read Corey's second super chat real quick, just so we don't miss it. it. Says I've missed you all very much. I'm so happy to see Jesse doing better. I'm getting better slowly, but let's keep positivity and love. Love you all. Well, yeah, uh, amen, Corey. Yeah, keep it positive. I know Corey, you know, has his ups and downs. Uh, yes. You know, and everything, and it seems like things have been going pretty good for him, from what I've been seeing. So. Uh, uh, let, let's keep that up in 2022, huh? Yeah, absolutely. As goes to everybody in the chat, you know, next year, let's make this a good year, positive year. Um, I feel like in Jesse's case, it could really only go 
up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, like, this, this last year was rough. Like, hopefully mm-hmm. 2022, like, just totally rules. Um, there's a lot of good wrestling at the beginning of the year. There's a lot of good yes. stuff that uh, a lot of us get to go to. Um, so, yeah, very, very excited. Um, as far as the stuff going on with me, it's been it's been fun. I mean, this has been a good year. Um, I'm really, I guess, thankful for, like, all the work I get to do with Fightful yeah. and all that stuff. It's been a really good year for all that. Uh, video editing. Hope to get more editing work next year uh, with MMA and pro wrestling stuff. And That would be uh, awesome. You deserve it. Hire him. Hire me. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, it's, it's going good. I'm, I'm actually looking around to see if there's any kind of jobs around because I have so much free time right now that, like, I could be working more. So, um, so yeah, I, but things are going good. I can't complain. Uh, it's been That's a pretty, awesome. but it's been a pretty good year, and I think 2022 is going to be great. I, I hope it, it is. is. It's going to um, be great. You got to go in with a, with that mindset. I'm telling you. Yes, my one plan for this next year that I'm hoping to do, I got to go and like make sure it's all good to go and everything. But I'm gonna try to donate my hair on May 22nd. That's Yay! like my that's the the 20th anniversary of my mother passing. So I, I if I can do it on that day, and it's like uh, you know, I can give my 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 hair to somebody who's going through cancer, and like it'll help them with their confidence and feel better. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I want to do this year. I can that's tell you firsthand thing. as someone who lost her hair. Yeah, it- I know it's important. So it, it it makes a world of difference. Yes. So, so that'll be very special. I just got. I'm, keep... I'm marking that on my calendar. <laughs> so me, I'm eight twenty second. It's it's my birthday. A lot of people know that. You know, my my mom passed on my birthday, so it's yeah. one of those things. Because like... didn't you want to make? She wanted to make it to your birthday, right? <laughs> always. I mean, she she always. Yeah. You know, it was always. She was always thinking about us, and yeah, it's just one of those things where like I'm gonna have to start going probably to like. <laughs> like a salon or something and like making sure that like my hair is like healthy enough like over the next six months because i want to make sure i give someone like a good i want to give someone some good hair i don't want them to see it and be like disappointed yeah. like i've been growing this for a long time and it's like down past my tits now so like it, it's definitely ah. it's definitely long enough to donate so um but that all being said uh other news i have now finally started investing in nfts so I, I thought it was that. Is that real? Yeah, I wasn't kidding about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? So it's nothing that serious, but okay. um, but Dave and Buster's now has their own NFTs, and amazing. You can win them with like you can exchange tickets for NFTs there if you win. Enough. Oh my gosh! So I finally have some NFTs, and they're Dave and Buster's related, and I don't know if they're worth anything now or they'll be worth anything in the future, but I figure... Yeah, I figure, to a very small degree, I own a very, 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 very small percentage of Dave and Buster's in the digital world. Let's be real, you own them in the real world, too. Come on. Well, that's true. I own the games. You know, I own the games. Oh, and by the way, it was great. There was a guy there that he's like the manager there at Dave Buster. I've talked about him before. He's a uh, um he's a little bit older. He's probably like ten years older than me or so, maybe a little bit older than that. And I've seen him almost every Wednesday for the last, you know, year or whatever I've been going to Dave Buster's every week. And he's never talked to us, me and my brother. Um and as a matter of fact, he's one of the guys that like kind of like hawkeyes us at some of these games uh-huh. like almost like the almost like the pit boss or something at like a casino 
<laughs> and and uh, yesterday he was like the only one working because they had uh, they I guess they were short staffed probably for the holidays and stuff. They probably got people on vacation and whatnot. So he was working a few of the different spots. So like we had to interact with him for the first time yesterday. Oh boy! And this guy sees us every week, like I said. And then all the other employees at this point, they always pay respect to us, right? Like we come in, yeah. they get yeah. our, they they know we want two backwood lemonades right when we walk in there. So the bartender sees me and my brother. She you know she gets them ready for us. She never charges us before four p.m. because that's when the happy hour prices hit. So she'll never actually make us pay full price and. And all the people at the prize zone, like, I walk in there, and they go to the back, and they check to see if they have any Funko Chase Pops, because that's what I'm always looking for. So they'll, they'll get them ready for me on the counter and see if they got any football helmets in. And they give us, like, the VIP treatment there, because most Wednesdays, we're the only people there. Or it's it's months and, like, maybe a couple others. Anyways, yesterday, finally have to have this conversation with this dude. Never talked to him before. I think this guy's just going to, like, be like, oh, yeah, so now that I've got a chance to talk to y'all, like, Y'all been dicking us, you know what I mean? And we get up there, and he's like, "What's up, y'all? Good to finally." Get in. And we were like, "Oh, what's up, dude?" And he was like, "He's like, yeah, man. Like, what do y'all like, like? What do y'all need? Like, I see you in here all the time." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, man. Like, we were you know, uh just you know looking for this or that, and like there was actually like something that was on display that wasn't even like for sale." And I was like, mm-hmm. "I kind of want this uh this like Dak Prescott thing y'all got, but like it's already open." And he was like. Man, we'll just give it to you. He didn't even charge us. He was like, "We'll just give it to you." And I was oh like, "I was like, dude, happy holidays, man! Like, happy New Year!" I was like, "I like." Then he was like, "Yeah, man, it's good to finally talk to y'all." Like, it was like the nicest guy in the world. And I was like, "I thought, oh my he, God, I thought he was, <clears throat> I thought he was the one guy who was kind of like the barrier between like huh. me and all the like really cool nice stuff. people there, like because." Yeah. Because at some point, the corporate's got to come in and like and be look like, at what is going on. You've got all this merchandise that's coming off the show. And it's only happening on Wednesdays. It's only happening <laughs> mainly from this one machine. You know, and it's like, it's so out of, like, they have, they have yeah. to know. But it's one of these things where, like, he was cool as hell. And I was like, dude, that's I awesome. wish I would have said something to this guy. I just didn't want to, like, blow our spot earlier yeah. on and him be like, don't now make sure you're not playing that machine too often because I see what y'all are doing. Like, it was nothing like that. It was like, yeah, keep screwing us. Like, they're screwing me. Keep screwing the building. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so. Um, I mean, what a Christmas miracle. It was. It was a Christmas miracle. There was two That's Christmas miracles cool. this year. There was there was a Christmas miracle of Dave and Buster's and the Christmas miracle of Cody Rhodes winning the TNT title for a third yes! time. So. <laughs> <cool>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, got a couple more super chats. Corey Hummel yes, says, we do. I miss you all. Ve- <coughs> I missed you all very much. I'm happy to see Jesse doing better. I'm getting better slowly, but let's keep positive. Keep yes. up positivity and love. Love you all. Absolutely. Love you, Corey, man. We appreciate you. We're always on. We're always rooting for you. Yes. And also, I'm getting a little bit jealous of you, Corey. Not in a bad way, obviously. But I'm getting jealous <laughs> of you a little bit. Because now, see, Corey, what Corey's been doing, I get all of the regular release AEW figures. And I, uh-huh. I veer out into the into the special edition Chase. I mean, if I can find Chase yeah. variants and stuff. Um, the Amazon exclusives, I'm not, like, all the way in on yet. Mm-hmm. Ringside exclusive, not, but I dabble. Corey's been getting some stuff that I don't even have. And now I'm like... Oh, I might have to start getting those too because he, he he's getting he's getting hyped up for for some of this stuff, and I'm like, yeah, but oh, now I kind of want it also. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm ha- I'm Ooh, happy. Good for you, Corey. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm happy that you're uh, you're collecting these AW figures. I think they're great. Um, that's a good thing to do. Yes. Um, Matt Reichel with a 
uh, with a super chat. Thank you very much, Matt. Says, Happy New Year, Steve. Thank you, Matt. Been working around COVID-19 patients and extremely stressed. The stream helps along with pro wrestling. Oh, I'm so glad this helps, Matt. Thank you, man. Thank you for your for your work. Yeah. I that's hard work, and I'm sure it is scary and stressful, especially now with this whole new um, Omega Omicron, whatever Octobots. I don't know <laughs> Autobots variant that's going on. Um, it's not obviously it's not funny, but you know you try to make I I try to make light of you know even the saddest of situations, but um. Thank you for your work, Matt, and thank you for your super chat. I'm really glad that we can help, and pro wrestling does help a lot. Yes, that, that makes you feel great, Matt, that like this helps you out uh, through stressful times. And pro wrestling has always been something that's helped me throughout my whole life, like just dealing with when the real world stuff isn't going yeah. well. You know, it's a good escape to be able to chill and watch some pro wrestling. I really wish this kind of stuff existed when I was younger, like other fans talking about it that were so accessible. Like I was. I was kind of telling um, right now my parents' Christmas gift to us was kind of like babysitter to help us out when they're not here. And I was telling her about, you know, your story and how pro wrestling helped you because she was asking about like my streams and everything and how, you know, um, dealing with what you went through, like with your mom and stuff, how pro wrestling helped you through that. And I think that's if, you know, if we're looking at like the whole year, that there were amazing things that happened this year, but it's like, at the end of the day, we have to remember that we love pro wrestling because it is our escape, but it is our passion and we love it. And I think that's so important. Yeah. That's what pisses me off so much about when like people are attacking each other on Twitter yeah. over wrestling. Cause it's like y'all really, whether it's like a company thing or a wrestler thing or whatever, mm-hmm. like y'all really probably relate to each other way more than you, you don't like that is such a good statement you know like because i bet you that same fan you could choose whatever company you want this isn't meant to be for or against any company when i say this but like if if you watch company a and you're always yelling at the fans from company b and vice versa and it's like you're both probably in like pretty similar boat like kind of like you know you're watching wrestling for whatever reason whether it's like you're going through something or you just really are entertained by it or you love a certain wrestler or like whatever the reason is like at the end of the day like it is a very niche kind of for lack of a better term like weird hobby like yes. it's it's it's, a, it's something that most people aren't that like proud at least i know i wasn't mm-hmm. when i was younger to like when I was in school, if I'd talk about liking wrestling, it just everyone would make fun of it and talk about how fake it was and how back in the day how gay it was, you know, and stuff. And, all, and it was mm-hmm. just like, and you kind of had to like, we're almost kind of like in the closet about it. Like, cause it was like, yeah. you, know, you, you loved it and you wanted to talk about it, but like none of your friends liked it anymore. Like after I, when I was a kid, my friends did, but when I got older, like none of my friends liked it anymore. And it's like, and like the people that you're that you're arguing with on Twitter could probably be your best friend. Right. <laughs> you know what if I mean? you would walk, if you were at the grocery store, and they were wearing like a pro wrestling shirt, no matter what company, you would probably get excited. You know what I mean? Like on Halloween, um, there was a kid dressed up as the Fiend, and I saw him across the street, and I ran inside and I got my Fiend jacket. And I said, and when he came to our table, I said, let me in, fiend, let me in. And he looked at me and his little eyes lit up. And he goes, 
you watch WWE? And I was like, yes. And I showed him my jacket. And he goes, mom, mom, she knows who I am. She knows who I am. So it's like, it is so exciting. Even though I may be a big, you know, AEW fan, I'm still a wrestling fan. And I still have, like, passion for it. And you're so right. It's like, you probably have a lot more in common with the person you're fighting with than you realize. Yeah, and you probably made that person's entire year because <clears throat> those un- unless that kid's parents are are fans, which they may or may not be, who knows? But like, I know for my in my case, like my parents really didn't want me watching wrestling. Like it was like forbidden oh. after a while. Like they, my mom's the best person in the history of my life, but like she hated that I like pro wrestling. <laughs> like, she wanted me to be into anything else except for pro wrestling. <laughs> like, you know, and my dad my, and my dad was the same way. Like, they just didn't get it. And so, like, it was one of those things where I had no support as a kid for this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. and it was awesome when, like, my friends knew what I was talking about or, like, so, but it would it would have it would have meant a lot if, there, if I could have seen someone like me now at my age on, like, the internet or, or on yeah. trick-or-treating and, like, an adult... That I thought was cool or something was like yeah was like oh hell yeah like you got that Roman Reigns yeah. shirt on dude he's killing it you know what I mean like it's like well you know yeah. Roman Reigns like you know like it's yeah John Cena I wish he was back yeah I love John Cena you know like that's yeah. you know I'm I'm even though I don't I don't like the show anymore like that doesn't mean that I'm gonna like ruin some kid's good time exactly. that, that enjoys it or even an adult gonna, like it's yeah. whatever um, it's whatever but yeah yeah it's just. I, I'm sure that, that that meant a lot, and yeah, we just need yeah. we need more of that in the wrestling community, and I think that goes. I think uh, so. Yeah, so I think I kind of piggybacks off what Matt was saying with just like this stream and and watching wrestling and stuff helps out through. Oh through God, times. yeah. So absolutely, yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Well. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about some of our favorite stuff from 2020. We can talk some dynamite if it comes up. Um, okay, yeah, well, you know, I was trying to think, because, like, this whole year has just been crazy. Um, like, especially, like, the last half, like, full lube-eye for me. And the thing I remember, I was like, okay, so what's, like, the first pay-per-view? I'm like, the Royal Rumble. Oh, I was giving birth during the Royal Rumble. That's right. Um, so I was trying to think about that. Bianca Belair won, and I think Drew McIntyre won the men's, correct? Um... And it sounds right. I, I was a little bit now. busy. <laughs> That's how little I watched the WWE now. I can't yeah. even remember. But and I, I Revolu- watched it. Was Revolution the one with the firework mishap? Uh, yeah, I think so. With the death match. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that was Revolution. I'm really yeah, bad about remembering February. Names. Um, Yeah, that would have been February, yeah. Okay, so that was like a big funny thing. Yeah, that was that was that was tough as an AEW fan. But that was like... tough as an AEW <laughs> fan. But I tell you what, now it's hilarious because oh, guess sure. what? <laughs> they acknowledged. I think that's probably the best thing about AEW. It's like is that happened in WWE? They would be like, we're never going to talk about it again. That never happened. We're never going to mention it. We're never going to mention. It. We're going to ban the word fireworks. We're going to ban the word um, <laughs> barbed wire. You know, but at least AEW, him and John Moxley sitting by that fireplace, they cut that promo, they acknowledged it, they goof on it, they embrace the meme, so to speak. 
And you know what? Nobody nobody really talks about it other than a passing comment. You know what I mean? If it was, you know, WWE and we're not talking about it, people would start chanting about it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. They did a great job of just like, oh, edge explaining. Won. Yeah. Yeah, edge, edge, won. Edge, edge won the Rumble at number one. That's that's right. Oh, okay. Um, Honesty. <laughs> I feel bad because, like, Edge was, like, one of my favorite wrestlers for, mm-hmm. like, most of my, like, childhood and teenage years and stuff. And it's really cool that he's back. But, like, I've literally seen him wrestle maybe, like, three times since Because, like, I just haven't yeah. been watching. It's like, I want to watch some of these guys that, like... I'm a fan of, but I just don't care enough to sit through, like, mm-hmm. these three-hour three shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Edge Edge won. I mean, that's so, right. That's cool. I, I guess, let me know in the chat, and especially if you have a super chat, put up, put up on the screen and uh, deep dive a little bit more, but who do y'all think is going to win the Royal Rumbles this year for the men and the women? Ooh. Well, I see Wave Rim said that his favorite moment, one of the high points this year, and I completely agree, was Biggie winning the WWE Championship. Yep. brilliant move by WWE. It was his time. Um, and then I think Xavier Woods winning the King of the Ring, which was like his little, his dream growing up, you know. I think that was a really, really cool moment. It happened in a show that I forgot about, so I didn't watch it. It was the one... Um, the Saudi the one, Arabia show. Yeah, the Saudi Arabia yeah. show. So, unfortunately, I totally forgot about it. And uh, totally missed it. But um, I did watch that, and it was very, very precious. Um, so I'm really hoping to see more Xavier Woods. I love Biggie as champion. I really do. I think Biggie, Biggie is like the embodiment of, to me, like how we all should be about pro wrestling. Because there's moments where he takes it very, very seriously. And he can turn it on and be very serious about it, but then he likes to have fun. And I feel like that's kind of like the embodiment of life. Take it seriously, but don't be afraid to have fun. And he has so much fun. He's fun, you know? Yeah. You know what Good I mean? For him. So. I'm happy for him as a person. I haven't seen any, <laughs> I haven't seen any of his title run. I saw him win the title because like, they advertised he, it. But he was he had like a good cage match. He's had cage matches. He's had he's done a lot. So, like, um, I think his reign's been pretty good. I think, personally, I think he's defended it very well. Um, better than Drew McIntyre, honestly. I feel bad for Drew McIntyre. Because, um, you know, he had the whole... He was, like, the pandemic champion. COVID champ. That's my brother. My brother doesn't even know his name, but he knows him as COVID champ when he sees him. COVID champ, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other good... Um, in the chat, let us know. If you super chat, we'll definitely see. Um... What were your favorite WWE moments of 2021? I'm trying to think. Um, I, I couldn't. I really couldn't. Biggie winning. Um, that was uh, really good. Bianca Belair winning the Women's Royal Rumble was really good, but then they ruined it. <laughs> but they had that match at WrestleMania. That was a pretty big deal. Oh, that. Yeah. Sasha yeah. Banks and Bianca Belair. That match was incredible. And they main evented WrestleMania. I'm getting chills. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. I've got chills thinking about it because just I remember them looking at each other and being like and Bianca crying. Oh that was that was that was awesome. Oh, um the rain delay. 
That's right. At WrestleMania, that actually gave us some of the best like backstage promos we've seen because like they unscripted, had to, actual. They were promos. unscripted. Yeah. They were forced to be their own selves. They were forced to be mm. their own characters. I thought that was great. Um, Samoa Joe and a Poncho was funny. Um, obviously, a low point would be all the releases. Oh, of course. Um, sure. And then you know, uh, you know, recently the most recent is Tony Storm quit. I heard. Mm-hmm. That she was not fired, she quit, so that's interesting. Um, R.I.P. NXT 1.0. We have NXT 2.0 now. That was interesting. Um, Becky and Brock returning at SummerSlam. I loved, I love Babyface Brock. Let's, let's, uh, Babyface Brock Lesnar is the best. I loved his return at SummerSlam. Did not like Becky's at SummerSlam just because. I feel like she deserved a little bit better because they, and so did Bianca. But I'm happy that she's back. I'm happy Becky's back. I'm not a fan of her character because, honestly, I think she's too kind of a human being to try and be a heel. Um, But um, I am happy that she's back and I'm grateful that she's back. So, um, I don't know. What about you? (laughs) For WWE? Um, Yeah. I'd have to really try to think because I've only really seen the pay-per-views and even then I wasn't paying like super close attention usually. Mm-hmm. I'll say <clears throat> a moment that really stands out for me was Jeff Hardy beating Karrion Cross uh, on Raw like really yes. quick. Yes. That just that really kind... Yeah, it just really like set the tone for what was to come with NXT. Exactly. Like it was like that was the foreshadowing of like oh, they're going to change a lot about this. Like, they, they protected that dude so heavily in, in NXT, and then yeah. it was like, oh, they just don't care. Like, they're just and then they brought whatever. him out in that weird mask, and it was like, oh, no. Yeah, that whole thing was, was bad, what I saw of it. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I mean, obviously Roman Reigns, is, is his run with the title has been really oh. good from what I've seen, of course. Oh, the bloodline has been great. Yeah. Love the bloodline. Um... I'm trying to think, like leaving oh, the Thunderdome, Piz two four three. Yeah, yeah, that's a big moment. That was a monumental moment. Yes, that I, huge. I think RK Bro, like that. That's worked out pretty well. It looks like. Love that. Yes, it's hilarious. Who would have thought? Good for them. I'm Good a fan of both. Yeah, I'm a fan of both those guys. So like, that's I, worked really well. I. I haven't seen any of it, but I think it's cool that Riddle is doing stuff with MSK on NXT also. Like, it's going to be... Oh, is he? Apparently it's going to be... Oh, yeah, so he's the shaman, the shaman to oh, MSK. That's um, and that's they're setting up a match. I think I think NXT actually might have a show, like, this weekend that I completely forgot about. Oh. Now. And uh, I think one of the matches, either for that or... I'm assuming it's for that, but uh, it's going to be Imperium and Walter versus MSK and Riddle. Like, oh my god, that's gonna slap, dude. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Walter's gonna chop the hell out of everybody. That's gonna be an awesome match. Um, That's gonna, dude, that's gonna rule. Oh, that's gonna be, I wanna see that for sure. But outside of that, like, there's not a whole lot more, I guess, I can really say I'm like that excited about. I think that. I'll give a prediction for this year. I think Omos wins the WWE title from Big E this year. Do you think so? You I think, think he's the he's one to the do one it. Take it. I mean, unless they drop uh-huh. it at, at this day one show, because there's like it's like a four way. But I don't know. Well, there's what... like nobody that can be on it, right? I don't know how it's gonna work. I think I don't think anybody 
I want to speak out of turn, but I, I don't think anybody has like been failing COVID tests. I think they were just like precautionarily taking people off shows so they could all be on day one for sure. I think they're like prioritizing mm-hmm. every, getting everyone to the pay-per-view and like not risking certain things to like in the, in the lead up to it. I could be totally wrong about that though. Um, and I do think it's funny that WWE is now taking the approach of like, after all this time, now they're going through the approach of like, well, if we just stop testing, then like there can't be positive tests. So it's like, yeah. uh, that's, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say politically how I feel about like testing and the vaccine and all that <laughs> stuff. But what I will say is when you're working that close to people where you're touching them and sweating on them and bleeding on them and, and all that stuff, like it's probably a pretty good idea to make sure that you don't have COVID before you get into that. Um, but yeah. I, but, I, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see how that we'll goes. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, the good news is, uh, like, the good news is it, we're not where we were, like, a couple years ago where we didn't have treatment or anything. Right. It doesn't make it okay. But, you know, I like I said, I don't really want to get into... Of course. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Um, so, like, yeah, it's that that's too controversial. Unfortunately, it's too controversial for us to get into. Yes. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think. Let's see. I'm trying to think of other. If anything else that I think of from WWE comes up, then um, I will. Oh, um, Pat McAfee has been <laughs> just absolutely the best um ever, probably in WWE. I would say, other than like Jim Ross, obviously, you know, and all them. But um, him and Michael Cole. Uh, yeah. hilarious and I and I appreciate I appreciate so much like Pat McAfee gives us so AEW gives us fan service they're like Marvel you know I was thinking about it. AEW is a lot like Marvel they give us fan service and not like cheesy fan service usually it, it typically works works out pretty well for them as you can see from Marvel yes um, my husband was asking me about which remote was what so <laughs> Um, but uh, they typically give us fan service, and I feel like Pat McAfee gives us little nuggets of fan service. Like the one time John Cena was out there, he's like, "Where is he? I can't see him. Where is he?" Or just stuff like that. Or um, when they were chanting uh, CM Punk, he was like, "They're saying we want love. Oh. We want love." That was <laughs> hilarious. Um, I love Pat McAfee. I think he's hilarious. I, uh, I I think he's a great dude. I think he. I mean, he's probably the best celebrity wrestler I've ever seen. Um, like his stuff in NXT was really, really, really good. Um, for a guy who doesn't wrestle. Um, yes. Oh I, yeah. I I'll say this. I think he's a terrible WWE commentator from what I've heard. But he brings really? but he brings a level of enthusiasm exactly. that like that they need like. He's not the best at yeah. He's Mike. He Michael Cole does that for him. Right, which is which is like totally fine. I've said that before. Yeah. I, my, my favorite commentary team in the history of wrestling is is Mike Tenay and Don West from TNA, mm-hmm. and it's, it's the same kind of thing in a lot of ways. Like like Don West didn't really know really what was going on to the full degree. Like I think Pat McAfee was like a wrestling fan growing up, but he wasn't like watching everything. Like he, if I was to ask him about something from like Ring of Honor or something, like he wouldn't know what I was talking about. But like I think he's all I think he's watched like pro wrestling as a kid and kind of kept up with it as a teenager kind of thing and as an adult. 
but doesn't have like the really deepest knowledge of like re- re- how it, what's like really going on there and like the full history of it. But that's okay as long as the person next to you does. So like, so like with Mike yeah. and Don West, like Don West was literally an infomercial guy who would just got really enthusiastic about stuff and just would hype things up and get really excited. And then Mike Tanay would always be the one like explaining what was actually going on and like the the quote unquote professor of professional wrestling and like talking about things that like really mattered to like keep the the progress of like the show going and the stories and stuff. But mm-hmm. Tanay was there or Deb West was there to just like mark out as a fan on commentary. Yeah, and that's he was there to give like the fan commentary almost. Yeah. Yes, and that's how I feel about Pat McAfee, which is why I which is why I do like him as a commentator, mm-hmm. even though I don't think he's necessarily a good pro wrestling commentator. I think he brings a level of enthusiasm to it to where if as long as you got a guy like Michael Cole next to him that can that can work out really really well so and I think Pat McAfee's mm-hmm. just a good dude like I just saw he donated like literally like probably 10 million dollars or so to like just various charities and various like football Seems like programs a yeah well he, they just got mm-hmm. a gigantic deal with uh with DraftKings or FanDuel I think it's FanDuel um really gigantic deal i don't know if it's been what's been reported but i heard something like a joe rogan kind of deal yeah yeah um i think more than i think more than rogan got for spotify i think i could it's awesome i could be wrong but yeah but yeah it was a lot of money and they gave away i mean they have to give any of it away if they didn't want to but they gave away so much money i mean my gosh it's like with all that when you at the point where you have so much money it's like why don't you just give it away yeah exactly like you yeah. wouldn't be able to spend this in your amount of life yeah. your kids amount Nothing. of life your kids, yeah, it's kids like, like yeah it's like I, what do i do buy a bigger mansion or give someone a house that can need it you know yeah trevor lombardi said 30 million if that's the case that's joe, joe joe rogan got 100 million i think i think 200 million i thought about something like that I mean, I didn't at least a hundred million. But I mean, thirty but, million is still like you should never run out of that for multiple yeah. lifetimes. Like, um, yeah, that's probably the biggest deal that like a outside. Uh, you can't really call Joe Rogan like a YouTuber anymore because like he does mm-hmm. everything through Spotify. But they they run clips on YouTube still. But McAfee's probably I'd imagine he's probably the highest paid or one of the highest paid like youtubers to talk about sports on youtube mm-hmm. um yeah there's other youtubers that make more than that like like jake paul for instance probably makes 30 million dollars like a year um but oh easy yeah i mean those, those guys are probably nearing on billionaires which is insane mm-hmm. um but like to for a guy to like who created his own sports talk show that just runs on the internet he's yeah he's probably the highest paid there's ever been to just to do specifically that on on a free platform like youtube so yeah um so yeah huge Good. shout out to those guys and he got his yeah. he got his boys paid too because he has his whole crew of, of guys that are like yeah. buddies that are on the show they all yeah. got two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonuses when they signed the new deal amazing yeah. good for them yeah that's awesome so yeah so pat mcafee and i think um if anyone can think of anything else for WWE, let me know. Or if something comes up, we'll say it. But I think one of the biggest things for AEW was clearly the return of CM Punk. Yeah, that was the biggest moment oh. of the entire year in wrestling. That was the biggest moment of the year. I was getting chills again. Look at that. <laughs> Good chills. Goosebumps. Goosebumps, bruh. Um, I think that obviously was a big, huge moment. And... 
I think to the people that say that AEW is like milking the shit out of CM Punk, like, you know, like last night, CM Punk for the first time in Jacksonville, you know, at Daly's Place, the home of AEW, it's his first time. You know, yeah, you could say they're make they're milking it, they're making a big deal out of it, but duh, who wouldn't? People have been chanting his name since he left. He has been in everyone's mouths since he left WWE. And he said, I mean, he it was a huge deal. We thought he'd never wrestle again in AEW show. And then when AEW showed up, we went to All Out. We went to um, Chicago. He has a panel. Everyone thought he'd show up then. He still wasn't ready. He still wasn't ready. And I actually was, like, backstage with him, and I heard him talking, and I heard him kind of, like, saying some things, and I was like, huh. And even then, he still didn't show up. And then finally, in the year 2021, there he is. And what is he doing? He's putting over younger wrestlers. He's going on commentary. He's doing what he wants. He he seems so passionate about it again. He seems like he enjoys it. He seems like he's doing what he wants. And it seems like he's having fun. And I think that's the most important thing. And if I was AEW, and I'm sure for what they paid for him, I would milk the shit out of it, too. Absolutely. Unquestionably. Like, yeah. you know, and that's that's something that I want to put this out there. And this is for mainly for people that don't like when I talk about that's CM Punk. Because I get that a lot, um, especially on Twitter, which I'm, which is fine. I can take it. I'm a grown man. If you if you are angry about my wrestling takes or MMA takes, I, that's totally fine. But people really don't like when I talk about CM Punk because of how harsh I've been on his MMA career, which I think it deserves criticism. Like, it was terrible. But that being said, part of the reason that I... My issues with CM Punk go beyond just, like, the bad MMA career. It was the... Anytime he was asked about wrestling over the last handful of years, like, he would... He like he didn't want anything to do with wrestling, like and uh, which is fine, but it's one of those things where it seemed a little disingenuous to me at first, where it was like, mm-hmm. okay, now he's back and he's all smiles, but it's like, is he here for the money? Like, is he what's he here for? Because like he he's trying to distance himself from this so much to the point where like he mm-hmm. came back to Fox, like basically a WWE produced show, like first, like I didn't know where. I didn't know, like, what his real motivation for doing all this was outside of, like, making easy money because, like, he's still a very big name in wrestling. But then, yes. But then you see what he's done since he's returned. Came in, and, yeah. I, and you know, and no one seems to have a problem with this, which I think is interesting, too. People complain about Cody and, and, and Cody beating too many people and stuff. CM Punk hadn't lost anyone. He's coming and he's beating all their guys. But, yeah. But... It's worked out perfect because even when, even in a loss, Darby Allen comes out looking better. Even in a loss, yeah. Daniel Garcia comes out looking better. Even yeah. in a loss, you know, Kingston and, um, you know, this MJF match. I'm hoping MJF wins, but if he doesn't, like, I'm sure they'll do it the right way. And yeah. then when I get to see CM Punk in the ring with the face paint on next to Sting, and you're like, that was so cool. and you're like, and this dude's marking out. It's like, yes, yeah. this is what I'm talking about. Like, that's this, the fun. Yes, this guy is out. This isn't just for the money. Like, this is, this is him coming back and loving pro wrestling again. And I'm all about that. Like, I'm about. Like, I think that that's awesome. That's this is what I've been waiting for. Like, I I was I got tired quickly of the CM Punk coming out. Kind of like MJF said, coming out mm-hmm. here just talking about how happy he is to be here and yada yada. It's like. Are you or aren't you? Like you're getting paid a lot of money to come out and not really have to do a whole lot. And now it's like, 
dude, you're going above and beyond. Like, you're wearing sting trunks, wearing sting face paint, like, having a good time out there and, like, marking out with the fans. Like, I'm I'm here for that. Like, I, I love seeing that kind of stuff. So I'm very, very happy now that CM Punk's in the position that he's in with AEW. Yes. <clears throat> yes, me too. And I just, you know, um... Last night I was thinking about it because I was thinking about what we were going to do. And like last night when I was in a panic and I wasn't going to be able to watch um, Dynamite because our cable box wasn't working, which, by the way, we just found out it's our TV, not the cable box. So that's great. Um, I was like panicking and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I get into the thing and it tells me that I have to log into Spectrum Internet to watch um, TNT. No. And then um, I was able to get it to work. Um through a different way, and um, but it was like when I turned it on, I was so excited, and it's like I was thinking, I look so forward to Wednesday nights. I look so forward to Friday nights because you know Wednesday's Dynamite, and I have so much fun watching Dynamite. It doesn't matter if there's no surprises or anything. Dynamite is fun. Yes, it's so so much fun. Rampage is so much fun, and SmackDown with the Bloodline is so much fun, you know? I, I'm really enjoying that part of SmackDown. You know, there's some positives going on, and then Pat McAfee's on there being a goof, and that's funny. And that's, that's to me, I think the most important thing that came out of 2021 for me was, you know, I have the, you know, the whole, like, near-death experience and all of that, and you know, pro wrestling became fun to me again. Because while it was fun in 2020, it was kind of scary because of the whole global pandemic thing. And, you know, the wrestlers weren't wrestling in front of anybody, really. And, you know, it was kind of, mm, we, we were having fun. We appreciated what they were doing. But we kind of felt bad because they were performing for us in the middle of a pandemic. And it was like, mm. and, you know, I just... I don't know. In 2021, pro wrestling became fun to me again, at least in AEW. And then with the bloodline in WWE, some things in WWE became fun to me again, like RK Bro and Biggie winning and uh, Bianca Belair winning the Royal Rumble was really cool. Um, well, because I remember, like, with WWE, the main storyline, like, that wasn't going on when, with the bloodline, the main storyline was Retribution, which sucked. Yes. <laughs> like that was like the main focus of WWE for like 2020 it was like COVID champ Drew McIntyre having like a terrible title run that wasn't his fault like here's the thing yeah. McIntyre has a great look he's very good in the ring he's good on the microphone like he's a very believable guy as champion and they they booked him terribly with that title and then I'm, not, I'm nothing against Bobby Lashley I wanted to see Lashley win the yeah. title as well but like the fact that they put the title on Lashley right before the fans all came back, like Drew just got so screwed in that scenario. He got so like, screwed. Um, but the but the main story was Retribution, which was just so bad. That was a big reason why I completely stopped watching the show. Yeah. Poor, uh, poor. How does he say it? Mustafa. Mu Mustafa Ali. I don't want to say it wrong because I know that he's corrected people many times. Yeah, Mustafa I probably, Ali. I probably said it wrong. I don't know. I'm trying my best. I tried. That's what I'm, I'm trying. Um, I know. Poor him. I mean, but he, you know what? I think he just had a baby recently. So congratulations. Not him. His wife had a baby. Sure. <laughs> but um, he has a new member of the family. So congrats. 
but yeah, I mean, obviously that was a big moment. Um, the biggest moment of 2021 for me was CM Punk, obviously. And then personally for me, like obviously almost dying towards the end of the year. Um, the outpouring of love and support that I got from AEW wrestlers. Well, first of all, Kimberly Ford. Let's just take a moment. Kimberly Ford is one of the kindest, most sweetest people I've ever met. She went out of her way to tweet at AEW to give me support. And she would personally thank each and every one of those people for, like, sending a message to me. Um, so I think Kimberly Ford is one of those people on Twitter. If you don't follow her, you really should. It's Royalty Canadian, I believe is her Twitter handle. Um, she is one of the nicest people, um, that I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. And I really, uh, just really, really appreciate her kindness from that. Um, and the fact that all those AEW wrestlers, either privately or publicly, came out and supported me. Um, it was so cool. It was so cool. And it really did help. And to me, and some WWE wrestlers too, privately and publicly. And it was really, really cool to see, you know, that, you know, the silly little war that people have online, like we were mentioning in the beginning. Um, number one, it's kind of over, you know, NXT's on Tuesdays. AEW's on Wednesdays. Sure, Friday there's SmackDown and then there's Rampage, but I really don't see those as competing because they're on different times and different channels and, you know, stuff like that. And Rampage is typically pre-recorded and things like that. Um, it's amazing when you realize that behind the scenes, all the wrestlers are just supporting one another, but the fans don't. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I just, that was a really special thing for me. And I, I'm still giddy over it. Like every time I watch Dynamite or SmackDown, I get giddy. And then there was one w, very, 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 very famous WWE wrestler. And you know about this, Steven, who did a very, 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 very kind thing for my family yeah. for Christmas. Yep. And, um, I'm still trying to find a way to thank this person because I, 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 I don't know how, but they did a very, 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 very incredibly amazing and kind thing for my family. And I don't want to mention them because I don't know if they want the recognition. I feel like, you know, this person is the kind of person that just wants to be nice behind the scenes, you know? I'll, I'll give everyone a clue. It's somebody who's known <laughs> to be this type of person. Like, like, yeah. like, it's somebody who, when you heard, if you heard this person's name, you'd be like, oh, like yeah, like that's yeah. that's the kind of person you'd ex you you'd, you'd expect to be someone yes. who would who would go out of their way to help someone who needed it. Um, yes. So yeah. And I really like I said I I don't know if I'm comfortable sharing it like publicly, but you y'all can guess and um, you know take your guesses. I won't say yes or no either way. Um, but uh, it's uh, it was very very kind and. To me, and I think, you know, I mentioned this in the chat, um, I've very much, I mean, even before this, I, I knew it, but even now, especially now, I've learned to, and I, it's probably a faux pas in old school wrestling fans, but 
I've learned to separate the character from the person. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like sometimes we can we can be so into a show we can get lost in that. Like I'll be like, oh, blah blah blah, it's making me so mad, blah blah blah, and I could say like a really cruel thing about the character, but then I remember, oh my goodness, I'm on Twitter, I'm saying this publicly, and you know the person behind it is gonna read it, and I'm sure that you know they're professionals, they understand, they have characters and stuff, but it's like we gotta chill, people. We've run a lot of people off Twitter this year. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, it, Jackson, it's, Jackson, you don't know who it was. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> you don't know who it was, so don't be confirming or denying anything for me. Um, what is going on? I'm getting text messages. Trump alert. That's random. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> It's from a number that looks like my number, so I think it's a bot. <laughs> um, anyways, but um, so Trevor's saying the Undertaker helping Jesse. Now, now it's gonna be all over the internet. The Undertaker helped Jesse no. or something. Well, I will say it was not the. It Undertaker wasn't the Undertaker. Else. Yeah, we'll, it was we'll, not we'll the Undertaker. Please. So the Undertaker was a good <laughs> dude and everything, but it, it, this was He's not. He's a the good Undertaker. dude, but no, no, no. I did not hear from the Undertaker. He's. I don't think he's very into Twitter. No. Um, he's probably busy. And, I don't know. I'll say this: it's somebody that Undertaker wrestled. Yeah, there you go. There but you um, go. he yeah. wrestled a whole lot of people. Take your guess. <laughs> he's been re wrestled for uh, <laughs> yeah, like thirty he's years or whatever. But people. it's somebody he wrestled. Yeah, there um, you go. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So. You know, I'm still trying to find a way to thank that person. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. But um, if anything, um, AEW gave us so many cool moments this year. I mean, we're getting basically like um, the Undisputed Era. The whole thing about NXT, that's like such a shock. NXT 2.0 is like the weirdest thing to me of 2021. It's just... I, yeah. It's funny. That whole thing. It, it, it's funny because you also mentioned, you know, like kind of the the Wednesday night wars that were going on and everything. With the pretty much everyone that mattered on NXT during those wars is now in AEW. <laughs> like I know. It's it's like so if you, if you watched during that time frame and you were like a fan of the Undisputed Era, you're you're probably thinking like, and I don't know, I don't, I was at the time like. You weren't even thinking, like, a year from now, all these guys might be on the other show, but they all are. Um, and I think that there's more coming, you know? I don't know who and when, but there's still some big names out there, like Keith Lee and, like, Karrion Cross, and, you know, there's Jeff Hardy, and I know that isn't NXT-related, but, like, that's another big mm -hmm. name. Bray Wyatt's out yeah. there. Strowman's out there. There's a lot of big names out there. I'm not necessarily saying I want to see all of them in AEW, but, like, I'm sure yeah. some of them will wind up in AEW uh, in this next year. So, um, but, yeah, WWE losing so many wrestlers and them changing NXT, it's just, uh, it, it's, like, it's just one of those things where, like, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out for them because the way that I see it now is Vince McMahon has his hand way more in the cookie jar of NXT. Like, clearly, this the whole thing now is set up. It, 
on one hand, it's it's way smarter to do it this way for a lot of reasons. I've yeah. talked about them before. Like, oh, yeah. they're going to have a hard time getting indie talent now anyway. So, like, you kind of have to have you, to you gotta build make your it own. Yeah. But, but you also have to try to give people a, the best chance of succeeding on Raw and SmackDown. And I think the best chance to give someone to succeed on those shows is if Vince has a hand in your career from the start in NXT. Absolutely. Because what was happening was there was a disconnect between, like, the indie stars that Triple H was signing, and and then, like, once they got to Vince, Vince either didn't get it or he would try to change them too much, but there wasn't this, like, seamless process of taking some from NXT and then getting them to Raw and SmackDown because it was jumping from, you know, the Triple H world into the Vince Jr. world. So, like, you just didn't... It didn't work, and it worked for a couple people, but it didn't work for most people. And now it's like at least Vince is taking people from day one. Like he gets the he gets the ball of clay from the start, and he gets uh-huh. to start molding it from the start. So he that analogy. So so that he knows what he's getting when he wants someone on Raw or SmackDown. So like, for instance, Grayson Waller. I think Grayson Waller is still not very good. He's okay. He's he's like mm-hmm. he's average. But I, and I can say this because I've watched all of his NXT or all of his uh, two hundred five live matches because I cover that for the Weekender. So even though I haven't really watched him on NXT, I know how well he can wrestle because I've seen him wrestle plenty, and mm-hmm. I think he's okay. But he's one of those guys that I could tell. Vin- he, he reminds me a lot of Austin Theory in a lot of ways. He's a young, good-looking guy yeah! who you can tell the WWE would like as kind of like one of their faces of the company. And potentially, yeah. just based on looks, pretty much, and just being able to wrestle a little bit. I mean, Austin Theory is actually a pretty damn good wrestler. He's still very, very young, um, but he had a great run in Evolve. If people want to check that out, he was the Evolve champion when he was like nineteen. Yes, but, I think that I, I saw one of the Evolves. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a literal like wrestling prodigy. Like I knew he was going to mm-hmm. be a WWE star, you know, years ago when he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. But one of these things were like Grayson Waller's kind of in the same boat. And the reason I use him as, a, mm-hmm. as an example is because. I heard that he was already on Raw. So, like, they must be taking... I think the I think the progression is going to be much faster. For instance, uh, Braun Breaker. He's yes. The one, he's, he's the one that everybody seems to have honed in on is, like, maybe this guy beats Roman Reigns and all this stuff. And it's possible they just have to streamline the process so much to where, like... Yeah. So, would Braun Breaker would have to, like, win the NXT title, which I think he's going to do this weekend over Champa. Mm-hmm. But then he's either going to have, like, a short title run or something. Because, like, if the plan is to have him ready for Roman at some point, or even be, like, a main event guy in the WWE at some point soon, they got to get him on Raw or SmackDown soon because most of the Raw and SmackDown audience probably isn't watching NXT. So, like, you have to pretty much train all of them to believe that Braun Breaker's a big deal. I mean, you could have him win the Royal Rumble, but that's you so could. soon. You could. I, th- I think he's too green for that right yeah, now. Yeah, but, but, exactly. But I also think there's no real harm right now in the WWE just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like, I think they're going to do the same thing with Omos. Like, Omos, yeah. Omos is green as hell. <gasps> Omos so, could win the Royal Rumble. I, I could see that happening. You know, like, I, I think that basically mm-hmm. the WWE is going to become a greener and greener company for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, they'll they'll occasionally I think sign some some names that AEW loses over the years. Like for instance, if they could somehow get MJF in twenty twenty four, like that would be humongous for them. Um, oh my god! You I know, I could see honestly, I could see him doing that because he's such a true heel. 
Yeah, I I don't think that he I don't think he will, but I think if you they know? made him the right offer, he'd definitely consider it. Yeah, um, I think yeah, you know, like I said, I think he's a very true heel, and if you want to be a true heel, well, that's the problem. Is like mm-hmm. he would have to have it written into his contract with the WWE that he has creative control over how yeah, his character which, is dealt cause, with because they would they can... ruin it so quick. Oh man. Like, They'd probably make him, like, EC3 and have him just not talk at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Like, so, but mm. but I guess the the whole point of me, I guess, bringing any of this up is that that was one of the biggest kind of things that in 2021 that was worth mentioning was the complete shift in in philosophy yeah. of, like, what NXT even is now. Yeah. Um, so, we'll yeah. see. We'll see how it works out for them. Um, yeah. But, I mean, there was a ton of great stuff in AEW yeah. this year. We had a lot of great debuts. Um, I mean, Danielson and Cole on the same night. Danielson and Cole. Yes. That, that, was, was, that was, like, the best pay-per-view of 2021. Double or nothing? Was that, that double what, or nothing or was that all out? Might have been all out. See, I'm so bad at remembering which pay-per-views which. <laughs> I think it was all out. Um, I think you're Chicago. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely the... full, full gear was the most recent one, right? Yeah. Yeah, full gear. I was in the hospital. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, that was definitely the best pay per view um, of twenty twenty one for me. Um, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it was that that or full gear. Those two back to back pay per views are like. Take your pick of mm-hmm. those two for. I mean, my match, my favorite match of the year uh, was Darby and MJF. I love that. Yes. Um, that was a perfect match in my opinion. Like this, the psychology was perfect. The match ruled. The crowd was hot as hell because it opened the pay per view. Yes. MJF started the match with a headlock. He ended the match with a headlock. Like, I mean, and he used the diamond ring, and I mean, it was just. Yes. It was done perfectly. Um... Um, I'm trying to think some other um Lucha Bros and uh and uh oh, Young Bucks in the Cage was incredible. That was that was that was legendary, got chills thinking about that. Kenny Omega being three belts. Yeah, that was awesome. He that was the wrestler awesome. of the his, year for me, like the his, best yeah, wrestler, wrestler yeah. His, his title reign was great. Yeah. Um and then perfect send off having Hangman win it. So Yep. Um then I mean, Ruby Riot debuted. Uh, Ruby Riot debuted. I think that was the same pay per view. I think that was a lot too, yeah, wasn't it? She, I think so. Or was it, she was. Uh, I don't remember. Was she was it the Joker. She was the Joker or whatever, right? That's and, like, right. The, that's right. The Joker. Um. Um. I'll tell you one of my oh, favorite. The, the oh, Chris Chris Jericho and um. Nick Gage. Uh, Nick Gage. Yeah, 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 that was good. Yeah, that was sick. That, that was, was awesome. It was cool to see an actual death match on TNT. Like, and they actually like yeah. did it. Like, that was awesome. Um, was Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa this year? Yeah, the lights out match that, that was, was within the last. That year. That was fantastic. Incredible. Um, One of the best matches of the year. If I had to narrow yeah. it down to the best like female matches, that would be the best match of the of the year for the women, in my opinion, for the entire year in any company. And it's way up there. Of, like. Regardless of gender, it's way up there in like match of the year. Yeah, I, I just I don't put that it on the good. same quite the same level as like Danielson, Omega, Darby, MJF, um, and and Hangman Danielson. But like it's it's in that conversation. It's, it's within the top five best matches of the year. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, I think, um, which is like a huge mm-hmm. compliment because it's like yeah, that's that's like 
everyone talking about AEW's women division like it's like so weak all these years and it's like no like they're putting on like some of the best matches of the entire year just people are just focusing on the negatives but like the division is actually getting pretty stacked now um yeah and they're having good matches so they're having great matches yeah i'm trying to think other good matches another memory actually the memory uh, the, the the moment the match everything all all put together as one probably my favorite i'll say my favorite segment in all of wrestling this past year was the entrances for the dark order and hangman when they put the light yes yeah Um. yeah and the dark order is just super fired up but you can see it in the faces of like reynolds and silver and those guys because they're like this is the biggest reaction they've ever gotten and it was also the biggest reaction that hangman has gotten i think like hangman was hype you could see it yeah and then the whole like what makes a cowboy like thing beforehand where it's like explaining everything like that that was so perfect and then the elite squad comes out with the basketballs doing the space jam thing the space jam thing was hilarious they came out before that (laughs) and then the mat and then the match was awesome um, match was great. And then Hangman lost, and everyone got really angry. Everyone got mad. And it was clearly just to set up him winning the title. So like, yes, it made it so much sweeter, didn't it? Yeah. So I that that was one of my favorite moments of the year. And then also both promo battles between MJF and CM Punk and CM Punk and mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston. Those. Yes. Those were the those were the two best back yes. and forths of the year for me, and they both involved yes. CM Punk. Yep, yep. Um, I think Hook is one of the unexpected surprises, of too. Of course, absolutely. Um, I think that's really cool. I think that'll be uh, something to look forward to in 2022. Send Hook. Um, yeah, I think he might be the one actually beat Cody for this TNT title. Right? That's what I think. Um, that's yeah. a long-term story, by the way. Like People might have forgotten, Like when Hook debuted, the first time we ever saw him, it was during a segment with Cody and Team Taz, and mm-hmm. they kind of hinted like at some point, like Hook's going to gonna come after you over this. And it's it's going to be years from then when it happens. And I, uh, the, they, they just don't forget about that kind of stuff in AEW, which I love. Like Little hints and little things that happened years ago lead to actual stories that pay off years later. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, Hook, Hook was, Hook, the whole thing with Hook that's so incredible is he became this meme because, because he wasn't wrestling for so long and we all just yeah. assumed like he might be okay, but like probably wasn't going to be that great. But it, 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 me and Doug talked about it on our show on Tuesday, how he kind of became like the Chuck Norris joke of wrestling where it's yeah, like, you know, like, that's- Perfect. Like Superman wears hook pajamas type stuff. Yeah. And and then he wrestled and it's like holy shit, he's good. Like he's actually <laughs> good. Like this is incredible because he has this he has good. he has all this hype and all this memeness to him and all this yes. stuff. But he can go in the ring. So like the crowd is like he's getting almost we and Doug talked about this too, he's kind of getting like a Goldberg style reaction where it's like the fans are just kind of chanting send hook and they just want to see him come out and just destroy people. Yeah. And I'm totally down for all that. I think it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so funny. I know. I I love I love 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 what's going on with Hook. And 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 just the icing on the cake is him actually being good. 
Like that's yes. just, like so great. It's like mm-hmm. oh he he can oh he can go oh okay oh all right look you know it gets you even more hyped up. So yes. I love his wrestling style. He he's it's yes. it's, a, it's a shoot style where he's doing like inside leg trips and stuff to like get people on the ground and then trying to like get their backs and work submissions. It's like it's a very believable style for how he's doing it. And he has like the judo background and stuff too that Taz is always t- talking about on commentary. So they're doing, I think that it's been done perfect. There's some people that don't like that he no sold the Rikishi driver from Bear Bronson. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. Like, cause honestly what I think that they should do, and this is, it probably won't play out like this, but if it does, just remember you heard it here. Um, you heard it first. Cody is clearly setting up for a pedigree at some point. Like, that's the whole thing. I think that's the when yes. Cody decides to go heel, the moment will be him hitting a pedigree. Like, that's going to be what mm-hmm. that seals it is like, y'all been booing me? I'm going to give you a reason to boo me finally, you know? And yeah. he's going to start doing that kind of stuff. And I think that it should be Cody versus Hook for the TNT title. Cody hits the pedigree on Hook, and everyone's like, damn it like he's a heel and now he's rubbing it in our faces and he's gonna uh-huh. beat hook our guy and hook just no sells it just stands yeah right out. oh that would be awesome <laughs> and everyone's like wait a second like now cody's a heel and uh, everyone would and, stand up and cheer and everyone's like marking out because like ultimate warrior style because like hook just stood up from the pedigree because everyone figured that was going to be the moment that like that that buried hook like <laughs> and maybe cody comes to the ring with the shovel and the whole deal like he's gonna bury hook and Hook just stands up from the pedigree. That and Cody's was... got this look on his face like, what's happening? At AEW, are you listening? Please. And Hook, and Hook just grabs him by the neck and just chokes him out. Like, and just, and the crowd just goes insane. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'd love to see something like that. That is awesome. That, <laughs> uh-huh. I think AEW needs to watch this because that would be so cool. At Tony Khan, please. Now, we also have to make sure Hook's ready. Based on yes. what I'm seeing so far, he looks he looks good to go. Um, I don't think they should necessarily do this right away, but I also mm. don't think they should wait super long either. Um, they mm. got it. They got to strike while the iron's hot. And AEW, I think, has been really good about that. A lot of companies, um, like Impact Wrestling, is a good example of this. They, good example or bad example, I guess, depending on how you look at this. They they do a really bad job about waiting way too long to put titles on people. And, and the, but then they wind up doing it. So it's like someone like uh, years ago, Brian Cage was the number one contender for the Impact title for like half yeah. a year, if not longer. And he yeah. lost to John Morrison multiple times in title shots. And like, but the fans wanted him as a champion. Like they, mm-hmm. they were waiting for it. And then when they finally gave him the belt, no one really cared because it's like now you're like one in three against this dude and you finally beat him. And like, we don't really care that much anymore. They do it with a lot of people. They kind of did it with Moose. They're they're kind of in the process of doing it with Josh Alexander. They gave him the belt and took it from him, and now people want to see him win it again. But now he's spending <laughs> his time in a feud with uh, with Bronson Reed and stuff. And so it's like, who's fine, by the way. I don't have a problem with Bronson Reed, but he isn't the world title match, which is what yeah. people want from Josh Alexander. They did it in Ring of Honor with like Davey Richards and stuff, having him lose so many times and finally winning the title. There's a lot of examples of it. In AEW, they don't do that. It's like... Hangman, kind of, but that was a long-term story, and the payoff yeah. was exactly what it should have been, given what the story was. Um, and I don't think they <laughs> waited too long on Hangman. Like I think they waited; it was pretty much the perfect time. Um, so I think it's kind of similarly with with Hook. They'll uh, 
they won't wait too long and they'll pull the trigger on him for, for whatever plans they've got. And if it isn't the TNT title, I mean, in it would only make sense for Hook to, at some point soon, turn towards Ricky Starks and be like, you're holding my dad's title belt. It's time for me to get that. Ooh, yeah. You know, like, that would be cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of really good... As, as long as Hook can just keep wrestling at the level he has been, and, you know, as long as he can bump and sell, which it looks like he can, and at some point he's going to have to have real matches that aren't just squashes, but if he can do it even even half decently like and he's getting but he's getting the crowd reactions he's getting right now like you gotta you gotta roll with him you gotta strike while the iron's hot yeah yep yeah same with jade 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 and hook are in very similar positions like yes like i think jade is gonna win that tbs title and she's gonna be out there basically learning on the job and i think hook's (laughs) kind of in the same boat because hook never had a wrestling match until aew like he had no indie career or anything so like he's just going in his first match ever was Fuego. You know what I mean? In front of people. Yeah. So like, it's, it's, it's Jade's in kind of the same boat where, and I think it's smart because when you have them but involved. But they're both, they both have the strongest person. They they have the personality to carry them over while they learn. Yes. Yeah. They're in they're, they're yeah. over. Like people can say what they want about Jade being green. She is. But like when you're but there she's... live at the show, she gets yeah. a reaction. She gets a reaction. And like I said, her character is strong enough to where the wrestling can be a little bit green. Yeah. Because the character is so powerful. And she's so powerful, you know? Well, and it's the same with Hook, so... Exactly. Yeah. Like, and you're I just think... looking at Jade, you're like, she looks like she kick ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, she looks like a star. Yeah. Um, yeah. That pump kick she did last night on Thunder Rosa was yeah. awesome. That was um, awesome. Yeah. You know, the match was a little rough around the edges, because, like, once again, Jade, she's green. I mean, mm-hmm. and I don't even mean that in, like, a bad way. She's just, no! she's just super new to wrestling. She didn't have an indie career either. Yeah. Um, and when they, I think it's smart to do what they're doing with Jade and Hook by having them involved. Like, Jade being involved in the TBS title, that's so smart because that keeps her away from Brit. So, like, that way both of them can be built strong at, at the same time parallel to one another without one having to beat the other. Um... Yeah. And, and Hook's the same kind of way. If you keep him kind of around the FTW title, the TBS title, like... Keep him close. Yeah, you don't have to have him... You don't have to set it up right now to where these wrestlers He's are beating, it. like, the top of the top. Now, Thunder Rosa got beat by Jade last night. And Thunder Rosa's one of the best that they've got. But yeah. the way that they did it was Mercedes Martinez debuting. Yeah. And, like, they kept Thunder Rosa looking strong. And my assumption is Thunder Rosa will beat mercedes at some point and that'll get her a title shot against brit so like i think thunder rosa is still set up in the world title yeah. mix jade cargill is has even more credibility now that she's beaten thunder rosa mm-hmm. and i hope she beats now Ruby she'll win too. the tbs title with that credibility yeah yeah and nothing yeah. against thunder rosa but like i just once again like what's the harm in putting the tbs title on on jade and having her learn on the job because that's what the world title's for. Like, like Brit, yeah. Brit is still kind of learning on the job too, but she's been around for years. Like she's, mm-hmm. and she has the luxury too of like she's in the same household as Adam Cole. The two of them are probably <laughs> just bouncing ideas off each other constantly, helping each other out constantly. Now they're like, on the same team. And... Yeah, exactly. So it's like there's a lot going for for them. Yeah. And and with Jade, it's like I don't know. I just think it's really smart. Like like make yeah. a, a homegrown star. That's uh, someone we right. didn't ever see on the indies. Someone we didn't ever see on WWE TV and stuff. Like their own their own star. Um, and Ruby, 
I think is is gonna be fine too. Like if Ruby loses yeah, to Jade, be- everyone still likes Ruby, and she they still want to see her fight for titles and stuff. Like I mean, yeah. there's only two title belts. There's a lot of women on the show now. Like not everybody yeah. can be the champion, um, all at the same time. Yeah. So, sorry, um, I had to plug my. Oh, you're good. VSW says Thunder Rosa. He could see Thunder Rosa being a, a AW champion soon. I think that she'll yeah. probably be the one to beat Britt. Um, I think so too. I think their storyline, like I said, the one match, the best match, women's match of the year, in my opinion, yep. was both of them. And I think that they can return to that at some point. And I think that they can get to that level again. And I think that that, like you said, AEW, man, they 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 give us little hints and pieces throughout the year that we got to pay attention to. And I and I completely agree. I think Thunder Rosa is not only going to be the one, but she's the one deserving to do it as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 already built in, like you said. It's like you're. All you have to do is run highlights of their first match and then just book it for pay-per-view. Like, you don't even have to have them, like, really even feuding. Like, people will just right. be hyped up and want to buy yeah. it based on like, the first match. Um, yeah. Greg Cherry, what's up, Greg? Good to see you in here, hey, buddy. Greg. Says hi, Steven BSW and Jesse. BSW is the promo champion, by the way. The promo champion? Yeah, he, he cut this big, good promo for me on Twitter. It was very oh. inspiring. Very cool. Very cool. Yes, very cool. Greg but, um, says he's happy get, to see your health doing better. I've got to get to go. I've got to go soon because I got stuff. I yeah, yeah, you're good. I didn't realize how long we've been on here already. I know we've been on here for an hour and fifteen minutes. It looks like because there's so much great things that happened in 2021 in wrestling. Yes. Or so, uh, <laughs> we got to talk uh, a good amount about this. Yes. We'll probably be here next week at some time yes. talking more wrestling to, to usher in the new year. Maybe we can. Maybe next time we can talk about what we want in 2022. I'm down for that. Let's do that. I'm done. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, I I will most likely be recording some stuff with Doug to release throughout the week. Ooh. Some like best of awards Sweet. over the RVD Tutor for Life channel. If y'all want to check that out, and we did some other kind of like tributes to the year and whatnot on a. Uh, live rounds on Tuesday, so that's RVD Tito, the number four L-I-F-D. So RVD Tito for Life is the channel. The show's called Live Rounds. Shout out to Unkind Esports, our sponsor over there. They're uh, really uh, really helping us out a lot, and they're, they're own part owned by Rob Van Dam, so it's really cool to have like cool. RVD like, kind of backing us on that. That's bad. Um, yeah, it's bad, yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping to get in with their CBD stuff, too. Um, Ooh, that'd be cool. But, uh, but yeah, shout out to them. I'll give a shout out to my sponsors just real qu- or our sponsors here for the show Yay. real quick. Um, I'm not going to put it up on the screen, but I'll tell everyone about it. Um, make sure to hit up Music City Toys and Collectibles. Follow them on social media at Music City Toys. Their Facebook live sales are awesome. Um, they're some of the best ways to get wrestling memorabilia, in my opinion. And they have everything. Autographs, DVDs, magazines, action figures, everything. So once again, that's Music City Toys and Collectibles. And they have a retail location at 101 West Main Street in Watertown, Tennessee. So check them out if you live near Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure to hit up my brother, Brian Jensen, on Instagram. That's B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. He can help you with a wide variety of stuff, ranging from neurological issue if you're even especially if you're older um he like really specializes in like parkinson's patients and stuff like that but he also has fighters that literally train with him and fight amateur level professional level um but he can also help you just lose weight and get in better shape and learn self-defense he can help you with a very wide variety of things and by the way you don't have to be old to have neurological issues like i have stuff that goes on in my nervous system where like 
you know, my range of motion isn't great and, and stuff. And Brian has dexterity work where you wouldn't believe how much just like certain exercises, touching your own fingers together could help you from here all the way up to your brain. Like, so I, he can help you with so much stuff. Just hit him up on Instagram at boxing ATL, B O S I N G ATL, hit him up in the DMS and he'll get something worked out with you. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, he can help you in person. If you aren't, he can help you anywhere in the world through zoom calls and Skype meetings and all that kind of stuff. And last but never least, shout out to WrestleRumble.com. They got the Royal Rumble Pick'em Contest coming up soon. The I best not, one. Yes. I don't have the prize list yet. I don't know if that's public yet. But um, that's the, the website started because of the Royal Rumble. Uh, Wrestle Rumble. Wrestle Rumble. Rumble. There you go. So everyone gets really excited for this. And also, I might try to put together like a Royal Rumble uh like a pool for like people that watch this show and people that watch like myself and Doug and stuff, we can all maybe get on, on something where basically we'll do something where we'll all throw in like $5 or something like that, whatever people are comfortable with, not a lot, just something to have some fun and we'll draw numbers. And if your number wins the Royal Rumble, you get the pot of money. So, um, that's always fun to do that kind of stuff and find some friends and do that, do, do that kind of stuff. Like make the Royal Rumble fun. Like even though I don't like the WWE anymore, I get excited for the Royal Rumble. It's, it's something I've always watched once a year my entire life. So um, so check it out, WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to follow them on all social media, at WrestleRumble. And, of course, use code FIGHTTALK on IWTV.live, IndependentWrestling.tv. They have some year-end shows coming up that are going to be sick. Um, they're going to be live streaming tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. So now is a great time to use code FIGHTTALK and watch some independent pro wrestling We've got GCW this weekend also, a two-night show, back-to-back shows on Fight TV, F-I-T-E. So shout-out to Fight. Um, and they got the Hammerstein show coming up later this month. Ooh. I'll be doing the post-show oh, for Fightful. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're doing a, a Fightful post-show for that because it's going to be a big one for GCW. So got a lot of good stuff. Impact Hard to Kills this month, doing the post-show for Fightful for that. We got UFC 270. We got, I'll be live at Terminus here in Atlanta in a couple weeks. Like there's, there's good stuff going on this month in wrestling. So we're going to start the year off right. And thank you all very much for joining us. And my Twitter, of course, is fight talk underscore. Um, Jesse, make sure to plug all the stuff you got going on. And also, before I forget to tell you, well, right when we get off here, Text me your PayPal information. Oh my gosh, yes. I've been I've been trying I've been trying to send Jesse her money from the donation stream for a week and she I keeps, keeps try- ghosting keep on the I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. I'm like, I have your money sitting here that I want you to have. So Yeah, you 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 did. You asked me that and I was trying to think and I've been thinking about it randomly throughout the day and then I forget. So I yeah, can always I will. transfer okay. it to my bank account, then send it to you on Venmo if you want to just take a little longer for like the transfer and then the other transfer. You can do that. I don't care. I mean, whatever you want. I mean, I can look up my PayPal. It's not that big of a deal. I can I can try. Um, yeah, my OnlyFans is still around. It's still there. I'm not really active on it. Um, I do post stuff. I just don't really message people right now, but that is the best way to support me directly. Um, OnlyFans.com slash JustTheBuckeye. It really does help me out. Obviously, I can't post anything new. <laughs> I don't think anyone would want to see that, sadly. Um, you never so, know. There was the. There's some people. Well, out I don't there. know if I'd be allowed to. Oh, no, that's a good. That's a good point. You know what I mean? That yeah. would be. That could be like a lawsuit. Maybe I should try and then sue them. No, I'm just saying. No, um, because <laughs> you know this like it's a disability. I guess. I mean, not to me, but. Um. Anyways. Um, <laughs> like anyways. <laughs> um. Yeah, OnlyFans.com slash the Buckeyes. Best way to support me directly. Or you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
that helps us out. Give this video a thumbs up. Share it with people. Chat. We love you, chat. We love you, chat. Give this video a thumbs up. And my Papa John's pizza code is expiring on the 31st, so you better use it while you can. I think it is. I haven't gotten an email about it being good for the next year, so... You better use it while you can. Jesse25 for 25% off your order. I hope that they'll renew it. Um, it was really unexpected that they renewed it last year. I was not expecting that at all. Um, maybe they will. I don't know. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe Pizza Hut will hit me up. I don't know. Probably we need to start shopping these out to like yeah, various. Yeah, need to start shopping. Yes. Um, who else? Domino's? I don't know. Hell, we'll, don't we'll, 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 we'll plug Hungry Howie's if we have to. We don't I'll care. Plug, I'll plug Little Caesars. I don't care. There you go. There you go. Um, if you want twenty five percent off of a piece that's already four dollars, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that that's still around. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Jesse the Buckeye. Um, that's basically it. Um, yeah. Twenty twenty one was a crazy year. I gave birth and almost died. The circle of life. Um, but I'm here. I'm alive. And we are all here. We're all wrestling fans. And there was some damn good wrestling. There was some funny wrestling, some weird wrestling, some sad wrestling, some angry wrestling. But there was a lot of wrestling. And that's the most important thing. And, um, yeah, that's it. So I guess we'll see you next week and we'll see what we can look forward to in 2022. Yes. For Be safe for... this new year. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, please, people. Don't drink yeah. and drive. For the love of God, it's not worth your life. Please. Nope. Yeah, and I know people get frustrated because, like, the Ubers are hard to get and they get expensive and all that stuff, but maybe do some stuff for home. AAA, or... you can, you, uh, AAA does it for free. I think AAA oh, okay. does it for free. There's a lot of resources out there. If you get mad at Uber, search on your phone, Get have a backup plan. Seriously, have a backup plan. There's plenty of people offering free rides. Seriously. just Or, or, yeah. or, you, or you can do what I'm doing and just having a low-key low-key new year's I'll, I'll be hanging out at home with some friends and watching wrestling there's iwtv there's gcw there's Yay. i mean we got day one on saturday yeah um you know i think that nxt takeover or whatever they call it yeah now, that nxt show's coming up this weekend too i mean there's hang out and just watch wrestling or, or do, oh, yeah, something I'll be a here little for... closer to home that you don't have to deal with like all yeah, the crazy the... people in the traffic and all the, yeah. the danger if you don't want to you know hang out with the people close to you if you can because Every year and every moment is precious. Yes. So that what? said, <laughs> that's a good note to head out on. Yes. Um, for Jesse Davin, I'm Stephen Jensen. 